Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. We are starting our week. I know that you technically started yesterday, um, but I am starting my week right now. (laughs) Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Basically, what happened this morning was every fan of the NBC short-lived musical series, I say short-lived because it should have lived longer, not because it was like a flash in the pan. Um, But if you were a fan of the musical series Smash, you woke up with some very exciting audio clips. Yes, in fact. (laughs) You're not, you're not wrong. So Mark Shaman shared some, like, literally four seconds of just, nah, like, it yeah, was just, just like, belts. big Broadway belts. Big belts. Like, and, and we were just like, okay. Yeah. Uh, but Bob Greenblatt, uh, of course, of NBC, and an mm. unnamed producing partner mm. who has incredible movie credits to his resume. We pretty much know it's Steven Spielberg, weird. but come on. No. Yeah, so weird. <laughs> it couldn't be him, could it? It is. It no, no, no. Oh, wait. We, we yes. don't know. We don't know. We don't know, but we know. We don't know. I feel like they're like, you know, uh, we're going to need a bigger boat i mean cast i mean, I mean boat, you know me. and i'm just like come on come on <laughs> um so they gathered with a uh, book writer rick ellis and bob martin mark shaman of course was there scott whitman and musical director steven arimus who doesn't just show up to a reading by the right, way exactly Even it's is gonna not be called... something major yeah, and they held their first Smash musical reading um, because, and, and we want more content, right? Yeah. So, among the performers at the reading were original Smash TV series stars Megan Hilty, Let Me Krista Be Your Stars, Let Me Be Your Star, which I was just like, ooh, because someone is notably missing from this list. Let's mm, just say that. Interesting. Um, <laughs> speak <be>. on that. <laughs> <laughs> Where is she? Um, Kat McFruit. Um, but along with Brooke Shashmanskis and Beth nice. Level. Nice. We love them working together yes, again after always. the prom. Yes, yeah. Uh, Bonnie Milligan was yes. there. Hello. Daniel Breaker, who I love. I saw him as Aaron Burr. And I've been sure. obsessed with him since Shrek. But his Burr oh, was yeah. incredible. I just want to say that. Oh, my God. Uh, Mark Shaman was quoted as saying, So this past Friday, we had a reading of Smash the Musical, a new Broadway show that takes place well in a Smash multiverse. Of course. Into <laughs> um, because, the, into the course, Smash timely. multiverse. Yeah, we always have to have a multiverse. Yeah, but they announced no plans. They just wanted to give fans a little taste that things are moving, but no Broadway Here I Come just Not yet. yet. Not yet, but I mean, everyone is screaming for literally at all times on the social meads. So I'm we sure we see it. We're gonna get this in some form. You know, we had the Bombshell concert a few years ago, and that was obviously such a major success that now it only makes sense to go into this. I am still, uh, I've only seen, like, specific scenes from Smash, so I feel like before this comes, I need to actually watch it. But That's insane. Are you serious? I know. I'm dead serious. It's a very, a very notable fact about me. I have never seen Smash except for very specific, usually Boral-related scenes. Well, uh, well, yes. Yes, yes, I am, number one. Yes. Number two, was I more of a Hitless fan? Of course I was. Of and that's course. the most predictable thing I've ever seen. Yes, said. indeed. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> high up there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're, we're eager to find more. I feel like they wouldn't tease this unless they wanted oh, to tease God, out another no. announcement later on because yeah. it just wouldn't be a smart strategy. Definitely um, not. But it's it's smart for them to have, have uh, just share just a little tidbit. Smart for bit. them to get people talking about it again, even though people who have seen Smash literally never stop talking about it. They never, and they never will. Never will. Uh, can't stop, so won't stop. Time, uh, can't stop, won't stop, never stop, never stopping. <laughs> so five-time Tony winner, Angela Lansbury, will mm-hmm. receive 
2022 Special Tony Award for Lifetime yes. Achievement in the theater at the 75th Annual Ceremony this coming June yes. 12th, as hosted by Ariana DeBose. I have to say that because oh, it's you, like you have insane. to. Gay rights. Um, yeah, gay rights. Um, so after her numerous Broadway appearances, Sweeney Todd, Gypsy, Mame, everything's coming up roses and for d- our girl. Always coming up roses for the queen, Angela Lansbury. Now six-time Tony winner, Angela yeah. Lansbury. Amazing. Graciela Danielle was last year, correct? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so. Um, so this is, I, we love to continue to honor women. What was funny was that someone else said this on Twitter as well. I think it was um, one of our listeners, Jimmy, who mm. I I literally did the exact same thing. I know that Ali Silber, Alexander Silber, mm-hmm. who is an, an incredible performer and correct. just person all around, is a notable Angela Lansbury freak. Ah, uh, yeah. And I immediately went to her social media to see if she had seen this. <laughs> like, it was just such an instantaneous thing. It's like, if something happened, if some, you know, Billy Crystal's given the Nobel Peace Prize, then the people are going to reach out to me. I was going to say, I'm the Grace alarm goes off. And I and I respect and honor that. Um, yeah. But it was just so funny. Just uh, people being like, what does Al Silber have to had say about this? Had she posted yet? She absolutely had. Okay, I figured Within as minutes. much. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> literally just screenshot the, the Playbill the article. <laughs> oh, good. Good. I love so, it. Um, we're, we're thrilled to see this. And I'm I'm eager to see how they present this and honor her. You know, it's not oh, the same as like yeah. a Kennedy Center where you have like 12 hours of content. I mean, but we you know, should. But we can, right? We should give 12 hours on the stage to honor Angela Lansbury. It's necessary. Maybe it's Al Silver retelling some of her favorite <laughs> Maybe. Angela Lansbury performance. Maybe. Because like her retelling how Beauty and the Beast happened in the recording uh, during Murder, She Wrote is such a great performance oh. of storytelling that, I mean, I saw it at Robbie Rizal's show. I'd watch it again. So I'm yeah. just saying, call just the girl. Do it. Give yes. her a stool and a spotlight. Put her on stage for many hours at the Tony's just to do that. Yeah. Why else are we here? This is for the fans only, baby. God only knows. So let's take a moment from the show to talk about our sponsor for this week, Today Ticks. So what's great about this app is that now you can see so many more live shows than you would normally get to see because of how quick and easy Today Ticks makes it to get tickets. So they have amazing prices for some of the best theater out there. I literally just saw their whole campaign right now is like the Mm -hmm. 100 tickets and you can get like it's just the prices are so good yeah. that it makes it so much more accessible, which Ashley and I are huge advocates for, oh, and God, that's what yes. makes Today Ticks so great to use. Absolutely, they are your one-stop shop for theater tickets, and they have the best value on tickets to Broadway and beyond. I mean, not saying much because of how expensive Broadway tickets are, but let's be real: Today Ticks is incredibly affordable and incredibly easy to use as well. You just download the app or you visit Today ticks.com and you find a show that you want to see and also you can check out in 30 seconds and get your tickets with ease yeah that's what's kind of amazing right you can book your tickets months in advance like i'm yep. literally looking right now yep. and it says summer savings and i can book all the oh, way into july even august september honestly like i was looking i'm like do i want to see beetlejuice in yes, october yes, i can you do. right now yeah. <laughs> exactly so um they just celebrated you know goth day but i'm looking and i'm like you know i could go tomorrow if i wanted to because yeah. that's kind of how spontaneous sometimes ticket buying can be oh, so today gives you access to exclusive pre-sales limited time offers digital lottery programs to sold out shows yes sold out shows i mean i'm literally looking at strange loop <laughs> oh wink, wink, nod Go. nod get in I'm there if you can how- try at least 
Beetlejuice. It's not just for Beetlejuice or a strange loop. It's not just for Broadway and it's not just for the West End. You can find tickets in cities across the country, around the world. That includes Chicago, which you love, LA, DC, San Francisco, Sydney, and more. So see that show you've always wanted to see or discover something new that you'll love just as much for even less. So go to todaytix.com slash Broadway and use promo code Broadway to get $10 off your first Today Ticks purchase. That's promo code Broadway at todaytix.com slash Broadway for an additional $10 off your first ticket purchase. I mean, $10 off an already discounted ticket. Incredible. Love it. Todaytics, T-O-D-A-Y-T-I-X.com slash Broadway. So let's get into the meat. Are we ready to get uh, into the meat? Am I? Am I, though? Because I, I know think you're going to be surprised for my take. I know. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> I was going to say, I know what the meat is. I am not excited about the meat, but show it to me. I'm going to mince the meat, guys. Oh, here we right, go. So where's the beef? In, where's, where's the beef? I said it. <laughs> um, keep it in. Sorry. There you go. Um, oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> Current Satine in Moulin Rouge on Broadway, Ashley Lauren posted to her Instagram story the following message, and I'm going to read that to you right now. Tonight, we had two cast members return early from their COVID leave to perform the show, and they did it masked per AEA guidelines and COVID protocols. In the past few weeks, we have done at least one trillion versions of the show, split, cut tracks, cut shows, retracks, lift changes and adjustments, wardrobe changes, set malfunctions. We've welcomed back original company members for short periods of time, flown on coverage, you name it, our understudy swings and backstage company members are unstoppable. Some of our remarkable understudies and swings have been on for many weeks now, performing different shows every single night, sometimes within five minutes notice, playing multiple roles, going on for tracks that they have never done before, truly keeping Moulin Rouge alive. I don't know how they do it. I mean, she's included in this. She did this. Um, Their brains are on a whole other level. Understudies and swings rarely get the glory they deserve. This show wouldn't be what it is without every single person on the stage every night. These are unprecedented times and i just want to shout out the people who work overtime just to make sure the show goes on for you all our stage managers dance team work tirelessly on different split cut combo tracks every single day our backstage team of crew and wardrobe who are navigating insane changes daily our covid compliance officers who are just the biggest of heroes in times like these nothing would happen without them broadway is a team sport to our swings and understudies hats off to you all wow so she posted this um, Mm -hmm. on her instagram story she's a current satine like i said um, and then right. also uh, Broadway, uh, I think it was BroadwayWorld.com also publicly reported yep. stating that yes. the following cancellation of some performances last week due to a number of cast members being out with COVID-19, cast members have returned to the show, performed masked ahead of the conclusion of their scheduled 10-day leave. Why? While equity guidelines had stipulated that the following test that following testing positive cast members must take 10 days to recover, revised regulations using the latest recommendations from health experts now allow cast member to return after testing negative within that window should they perform masked. Now. Eh, okay. Hit me with it. My, I'm going to hit you with it. So understandably so, surface level. A lot of people got really angry really, really quickly at this report and also what somebody reposted what she had posted and they were like, this isn't okay. We're putting people at risk. We are, you know, this is the show must go on mentality, which by the way, I completely agree. It is never, we we need to get past the show must go on yeah. thing. I um, forgot. We can have a separate conversation sure. about that. I forgot who had quote tweeted yeah. it. That was like the show must go on as a threat, which completely which is true. a true thing. Yeah. Right. 
But this is what I want to say, having a lot of ties to a lot of people in shows. and, And I hear about the different recommendations all the time. We are constantly learning and evolving, okay? So if, and by the way, every show is not having the 10-day AEA coverage anymore to get paid. So let's say that me as a human performer test positive and then I'm out for 10 shows, that's a big chunk of my paycheck. Absolutely. And let's say that I get cleared because of new health regulations that I feel fit enough to go in. I don't want to cause another understudy, swing, whatever, to have to learn a track that I'm on. And I know that I'm fit and able to go on. And I've tested negative within the 10-day period. And I've been cleared to go on. But I have to be masked. I would absolutely choose to do that to help my team out. I understood 100% what she was coming from. She wasn't saying, and I'm again, I'm not trying to put words in Ashley's mouth. No, 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 no. Yeah. She's incredible. She's a lovely person. I met her once, but I understood the the backlash. I really, really do. But I think that the nuanced take, if you were to talk to any number of people that are doing this every single day, is that. Even crew members, by the way, who test positive, many of them have been allowed for months now to come back masked mm-hmm. after five days if they're okay, like if they get cleared. And each company has a different thing. Some producers aren't covering all of their COVID sick days. Some producers are. And so it just really depends on what we're learning and what we're finding out. And I just don't think it's fair for everybody to rush to the decision that these certain people are putting other people at risk. That might not always be the case. Um, I, you know, it's just... I I feel like there's a lot more to be said for it. Totally. And I understand the initial backlash, but I was like, well, I think what we need to understand is that there's there's a many, many layers to this. And if they're 100%. feeling that they can go, let them go. <laughs> I, I think this is the thing. And I 100% agree with you, but I am also of the mind that I, I think the backlash was fair, but I don't think the mm-hmm. backlash was fair where it's directed. I think a lot of it was directed at the performers and the show in general. And that's honestly unfair. It's an industry problem. We have created a situation Mm -hmm. where you have these guidelines. And honestly, I mean, like the five day CDC guideline is bananas to me. Even when I've been sick, I haven't followed the five days. I've done the old 10 day one. Also, because I just wasn't feeling up to it. There's a lot of it. It's not even just like you're infectious and you're exposing people, which is obviously bad. It's also strenuous activity increases like risk for long COVID. So you have created a situation where, yeah, the performers might be feeling better or they might be feeling like 80, 90% and feel like they need to be put into a situation where it's like, I need to go on stage and I need to make my money. A hundred percent understandable. The fact that we are in an industry that we're, everyone is put into this situation and they have to perform this way or not get paid is the problem. So a a, a lot of the backlash makes sense to me. I mean, it's insulting to the performers around you because now you're risking their safety. The person who is sick is risking their safety and you're setting a precedent for other shows to do this. You know, I'm trying not to direct my disdain toward Moulin Rouge by any means, but the fact that we do have a show doing this in theaters that, I mean, this, I can't remember if the Hirschfeld, I think, still requires a vaccine. But I mean, there are theaters that don't require vaccines anymore. Yeah. Maybe soon won't require masks. Things can change after June 30th. Like, we don't know yet. Oh, let me tell you, none of the tours that I'm aware of uh, for the past two months mm-hmm. 
have had um, uh, mask mandated theaters. Yeah. I'm not saying that's yeah. a blanket statement for all of them. I just I've heard so many like they're all going out there and then looking out at a crowd of like maybe 20 percent masks. Sure. Totally. And a lot of them are young people. And it's like, yeah. and it's that's so frustrating to hear. But and I know that we're trying to avoid that as a whole when it comes to Broadway. But I mean, like you said, things keep changing. And I don't necessarily think that things are changing for the better. But, you know, even looking at Moulin Rouge in general, I mean, it's insulting the performers in general. It's insulting the people who work on your show. This was the first show to really be exposed when the shutdown happened. Like people were in the theater and told to go home like that very first day. You had Dan. Annie Burstein, who is one of your stars and won a Tony for your show, who was on a ventilator. You had people in the industry of all ages die, and you were letting people on that stage who are still sick because of what? Capitalism or getting people back to work? Like the whole thing that we've been talking about, not just within theater, obviously, but the country as a whole for now two and a half years. It's that thing of, Mm -hmm. like you said, the show must go on, but also in general, like the whole get back to work campaign. It's you know, we keep talking about industry work schedules in general and the possibility of having alternate casts and 10 out of 12s right. and six day work weeks and so much like that idea is all available to make the industry better and healthier and safer. We're having those conversations because that's where we want to get. This is the exact opposite path. Correct, correct, correct. And I think this is, you know, every show is is navigating it going forward, but I definitely wanted to bring it to the conversation 100%. today because it yeah. was a part of the zeitgeist. And um, yeah, so we'll we'll keep you all updated as, as we learn more about how each show is navigating because we all want everyone to be safe, ha- healthy, and happy. Unions, that's really what it is. Keep your performance <laughs> And your people that work on your show safe. And, you know, <laughs> that's pretty much what it comes down to. And the fact that the industry is so threadbare at the moment because of all this. And it's still just basically like, yeah, you're going to need to go on like that we need a better structure that's that is the base level yeah i'll i'll end this with this rachel zegler tweeted mm-hmm. if we operate under the mentality that the show must go on people will literally die yep totally. <laughs> that's just a true that's statement it. that's it. um we've got two abortion fund show news um so let's hit it um heidi <laughs> cool. Shrek, i mean we, we gotta do it yeah um heidi Shrek uh, and the original broadway cast of what the constitution means to me will reunite uh for a reading of shrek's tony award nominated and pulitzer prize finalist play on June 9th at 8 p.m. It's organized to benefit the National Network of Abortion Funds. The reading will be held at Great Hall at Cooper Union in NYC. It's a one-night-only event. Please get tickets to that. And if you mm-hmm. can't get tickets to that, you want another opportunity to help fund abortions, go you know over to the Cherry Lane Theater where I have to live one day. <laughs> um, you can go visit Allison Levy's solo show, Oh God, a play about abortion. But also she's partnering with pastry chef Natasha Lee Pickowitz uh, for a one-day bake sale that includes like 20 bakeries. Um, they're going to support uh, all those funds are going to support abortion access the event will occur on june 4th at 4 30 to 6 30 p.m at the cherry lane theater so go see the show afterwards why not right um, all proceeds will benefit Bridget Alliance, a nonprofit that arranges and funds travel and other needs to support individuals nationwide who want to receive access to abortion care. So travel is is part of a conversation that a lot of people don't realize is part of the abortion conversation oh, yeah. because states differ. Did you know that states mm, differ? What? Um, so both of those opportunities are incredible for anyone that has a uterus. So please, please, please go. And if you don't have a uterus, please consider donating yeah, uh, regardless. Exactly. So finally, PBS 
has announced their national uh, Memorial Day concert set to be filmed in Washington, D.C. I feel like it was just yesterday we were talking about My the last one, which is crazy. Truly. Um, you know, it's it's hosted by Joe Mantegna and Emmy Award winner Gary Sinise. Uh, Leah Salonga is set to perform. Norm Lewis, Brian Stokes Mitchell. Uh, I know uh, Matt's number one, I would say. Of one, arguably one of his yeah. top voices of all time. Oh, yeah. Brian Stokes Mitchell. Um, they're already confirmed. It will take place uh, May 29th at 8 p.m. You can watch it on PBS or stream it on YouTube. And then finally, like kind of a feel-good recommendation. Yeah, totally we a feel-good a- recommendation. Totally. We had a couple of Time 100's most influential people theater uh, veterans yeah. on the list. Um, Ariana DeBose, Andrew Garfield, Michael R. Jackson, Lynn Nottage pinned one of the oh, um, yeah. statements there. And it, it's just it's exciting to know. And, and it's a true statement that these are the most influential people. Do I like that Joe Rogan's on the list as well? I don't know. But <laughs> but I'm influential I'm does not necessarily mean positive. The ones we are talking about in yeah. our industry, however. Yeah, I think so. are are they absolutely oh, are. Yeah. So congratulations to them. And, and I just anytime, you know, the theater community wins, we win together. Exactly. So thank you all for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on all social media platforms at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. Thank you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow. 